0: Okay, I, d-
1: We're not oh, I didn't see, Lance, okay. just, I didn't see you come in.
0: Ready, Lori? I'm ready. Are you ready? So, so. Right. Okay. I'd like to call the CRA meeting to order, City of Zephyr Hill CRA, Monday, October 24th, 2022. Uh, could I please have the roll call?
2: Yes, sir. Lance Smith? Here. Kenneth Burgess? Here. Mayor Whitfield? Here. Jody Wilkerson here Alan Knight here Charles Proctor here Matthew Maggart here William Poe here Gail Hamilton here
0: all right thank you everybody for being here and uh, just ask that you silence your phones right now um, and we are having a little bit of technical difficulty up here so I apologize for that um, and uh, what we'll do is go to the first item of business which is uh, item 1.1 uh, Gail
1: All right, sir Um, Our first item of business is a little bit loud the backyard construction management agreement Uh, last month we brought to you the uh, Rankings from the selection committee ad Morgan was the top uh, ranked firm we asked for um, You to direct staff to um, negotiate a contract. This is the contract Uh, these are the rates that are in your Uh, packet and they were uh, submitted as part of the application process. So we will get started with A.D. Morgan and we have a 90% over actually probably 100% now plan for a little bit loud so we're ready to go.
0: Does anybody have any questions on this?
2: Um, I don't. I did have a chance to review the contract over the weekend. I found the rates to be commensurate with what's in the market today. Uh, if there's no objections
1: or further questions
3: uh, my only question was there anything was there any overruns on this
1: we haven't gotten uh, to, to that, that part yeah. yet we okay. are just um, putting them getting them on board so that we can start the okay. construction management at, management at risk
2: oh I'll move that we
1: approve A. B. Morgan
0: motion for approval second have a second any further discussion all in favor say aye aye, aye. any opposed like sign motion passes unanimously thank you The next time is 1.2 Hercules Park presentation.
2: All right, Uh, it is my pleasure, Mr. Commissioner. Excuse me. Um, I uh, I am actually getting my agenda now. Is everybody else's stuff loaded? I'm actually
0: getting mine
3: now. Okay. I'm good.
1: Okay. Okay. Um, So it is my pleasure tonight to bring to you our Hercules Park um, design. We have. Listen to the public. We've had meetings with the uh, Park and Rec Board. We've done outreach uh, on the design. And so tonight, Kimley Horn uh, is here to um, show you the uh, design to date. We are still in concept, but we need to know from you if. You like where we're going do you like what we've done as far as the playground the splash pad um, the bike trails um, for the park if you like it we'll continue on if you want to make changes now's the time to tell us Um, we have an estimate of the cost that James is going to discuss with you Um, it has not been VE we've not gone through it it is um, a rough uh, cost estimate but it is more than we have budgeted so you need to to look at the plan and give us direction on that as well we can um, we are going to go back and we will ve the uh, plans well value engineer um, we will also we are looking at private donations we are making um, doing letters to businesses um, DuPont, which actually owns the uh, Hercules Powder Company, um, to try and raise some money. There are other avenues that we can draw from to uh, build this park, and we'd like to have that opportunity. But right now, we just need you to review it and give us your input. So without further ado, James, you want to come up and
4: Thank you, Gail. your presentation? Yes. Good evening, everybody. Nice to see you again. Um, for the record, James Pankinen with Kimley Horn and Associates. One day I'll work <laughs> uh Lori, let's see here. We had it. We tested it earlier, didn't we? It's on. Yep. Let me try this. Maybe you could advance for me. Absolutely. Thank you. <clears throat> might start. We got the laser, so that's half of the battle here. Are these your scale? Don't want to lose those. Next slide, please. Um, also with me tonight is Aaron Banks, our architect from Furr-Wegman, who's in the back. He's been helping us with the um, design for the restroom building, which we're excited to present to you. Um, for the agenda tonight, we're going to have a brief overview of the master plan, um, kind of refresh you on where we've been to date, what some of the changes and requests were. Um, We'll review the design imagery. As Gail said, we want to present the updated master plan, Um, specifically have some good discussion on the restroom and the splash pad feature. We think that's a very unique opportunity to um, create that draw for the park that we've been um, trying to achieve, as well as a great opportunity to to reference some of the history of the Hercules Powder Company and the site itself. And then we'll get into the cost review, um, and then we'll, we'll open it up for questions after that. Uh, can we dim the lights a little oh I'll it. one at a time no this slowly. was um
1: perfect
4: thank you. thank you this was the master plan that was presented to you all um, roughly uh, January of 2021 this was the uh, result of extensive public engagement uh, we had um, some city staff facilitated engagement at the local schools and they got input on some of the program elements Based on all of that information that we received, we came up with the uh, schematic master plan that you see here. It features a roughly three quarter mile perimeter walking trail that consists of a series of loops, so you could come out at lunchtime and do different lengths as, as your schedule allowed. Uh, we looked at enhancing the stormwater pond with vegetation, uh, viewing areas, and potentially a fountain. Uh, within the um, northern part of the park, just south of the pond, there's a great stand of existing trees and we looked at incorporating that um, as a play feature and really a destination within the park which would feature uh, nature themed uh, playground equipment. If you'll recall the idea that we talked about some equipment that actually allow you to get up at the canopy level of the trees with some catwalks and experience uh, the park from really a different vantage point. Um, Moving south, we have the open play field with picnic shelters. And then moving further south in the other wooded area, we talked about bike trails and riding trails and walking trails and again, features that would allow us to have a a unique program element but not really negatively impact the trees. We wanted to, uh, we recognized the importance of the trees on the site and wanted to work um, with those elements from both the playground and trail standpoint. Um, Based on that presentation, one of the things that um, that was requested was for us to add a restroom as well as a splash pad and so in March of um, 22 this year um, we added those features and those are shown um, kind of right here in, in the center of the park uh, we've got the restroom here as well as the splash pad here and those kind of straddle the border between the open play field and the picnic area and the uh, playground picnic area other than that the master park <laughs> Bless you. Excuse me. Sorry. The master plan is, is largely unchanged, but with the addition of those two uh, features as requested. Um, as we talk about some of the key design elements, some of the things that we wanted to consider were connectivity to the broader community in terms of um, sidewalk and bike trail connections, incorporating um, trailhead uh, functions, including the restroom which was added, as well as signage um, for the trail system and then also bike parking and a bike fix station. So those elements have been uh, incorporated. We've talked about theming and educational and interpretive signage and public art as really an important thing in the, um, in the program development of, of the park. And so opportunities to convey those theming elements while tying that back to the history in, in terms of um, expressing the Hercules Powder Company, some of the history of uh, the activities that used to uh, occur at the park from the powder company, Uh, production of turpentine and some of those things so we think think that there's some great opportunities to incorporate that into the physical elements of the park we'll talk about that shortly Um, other design considerations of course making sure that we're um, considering safety make um, Shane and his group have already cleared out a lot of the understory vegetation that can block views and we want to maintain that so making sure that we have clear lines of sight uh, within the park (laughs) for uh, parents so that and grandparents, so that they can observe their children, so that emergency services and police can drive by and, and make sure that they have a secure uh, view within to the park. Um, understanding maintenance and making sure that we're being smart about the materials that we um, propose and select and how those materials have an impact on public works and park maintenance. Um, making sure that we're considering return on investment. So what sort of features are we going to add to the park that are actually going to draw people to the park? and create that destination that we're looking for. And then along those lines, making sure that we're maximizing um, space and flexibility of use within those spaces. The images here kind of correlate to the updated master plan again that was presented back in March. Um, But you can see some of the unique uh, play features. Again, those tower elements with catwalks that allow you to get up within the canopy of the trees. Um, those have kind of a smaller footprint so we're able to tuck those within the trees without negatively impacting them Um, as we've done the tree survey and are working on construction documents there's a few trees that if you go out there today are in declining health and so we've addressed those from a removal standpoint and that's where we would place some of these features Um, there's also some unique features um, which were referenced Um, you see the cave from uh, Bach Tower Gardens and so we've incorporated some of that um, Kind of faux rock work which would be another um, element within the playground from a structure standpoint looking for uh, unique um, uh, picnic pavilions and we've incorporated those throughout the site and then also um, unique opportunities for the splash pad which has evolved um, quite a bit from this initial design um, so we want to present to you the ma- the updated master plan um, as gail mentioned we've been working on the design The master plan that you see here um, again programmatically features the same elements as we've been discussing all along but we have further defined the restroom as well as what I'm calling an enhanced splash pad Um, when you consider the master plan that was done previously um, you can see the splash pad that was shown here Um, those again were the splash pad and the restroom were I won't call them late requests but they were requests that came into the master plan after we had already um, developed some of the other program elements Um, The initial splash pad design here was a smaller feature, roughly 1,200 square feet as we showed on the plan. Um, It would be similar to what you see here with with being a concrete deck with um, jets in it. Um, Fairly basic, but still a nice element for the community. Um, And so that was what was added on the the March of 22 plan. As we've gotten more into the design, um, Gail has really challenged us to to look at that and, and create maybe more of a feature of that. So, rather than just the concrete deck with jets, we think it's a great opportunity to incorporate some, um, to, some topography, some different elements, some rock work, and maybe even some um, sculpt, uh, sculpture trees, which would be made out of concrete, but those could actually have water coming out of them and be part of the um, splash pad itself. <clears throat> so, as we've been looking at um, that design, um, also, oops, back one slide. Uh, there we go. Um, Again, kind of going back to those theming opportunities, we think that this is really a great opportunity to tie some of the site history into the splash pad design itself and and convey sort of the history of the Hercules Powder Company and of the site itself. So the um, concept sketch that you see here represents um, an advancement of that splash pad design from just the circle that I showed previously. Uh, But we think again that it's an opportunity to tell the story of Um, the turpentine harvesting and some of the activities that went on within the area Um, just searching through some of the um, photos that we were able to to find through the library and um, online we saw some of the um, uh, photos that represent sort of that harvesting activity of the turpentine Uh, the lower image that you see here shows how they would gash the tree to get the turpentine to drain and then collect it We think that that could be incorporated into that unique kind of tree feature which instead of turpentine we're using water and again that ties into the splash pad. So that would be kind of the central feature that you see here. As you continue through the splash pad we've got opportunities for um, jets in the ground much like you saw in the previous image. But then as you get up um, through the site we're looking at maybe doing some barrels which represent the collection and the distribution of that turpentine. Again tying back to the powder company and those barrels could have jumping water jets in them which would be interactive for the children. Um, So again, an opportunity to kind of tell that story and convey that um, design intent. As you continue further through, we've got some rock work like you see in some of the images um, up at the top here. And then we've got some stumps here which would represent the the trees after the turpentine harvest and those would again have jets in them as well. Um, So tying all of that together, we think that there's also an opportunity to Um, Have some of the brand recognition from the Hercules powder company and some signage that again tells the story of that processing and that harvesting um, Which provides that educational element um, while also creating I think that really unique sense of place Especially when you compare it to just the the concrete uh, pad with with the jets in it Um, So we think that's a great opportunity that kind of blends you know landscape architecture and um, the splash uh, pad design with those historic educational signage elements all into one feature. That's gonna be a really unique draw uh, for the community. Um, So that's what we've shown um, in the center of the park here. You can kind of see a refined version of that. But but again, the same elements as we just discussed. Um, The playground that we talked about previously is still in this location. There's an enhanced view of it there. Again, the opportunity to get up within the canopy of the trees and experience the park at a different vantage point. From an architectural standpoint, um, we were able to find also some historic images of the structures, the houses that were um, associated with the Hercules Powder Company. So, this is where a lot of the workers would have lived. Um, you can see the simple architectural um, elements, the white vertical board and batten um, with the small porch feature, and you can see those on the houses in the foreground as well as the um, houses and structures in the background. So from an architectural standpoint, um, Aaron and his firm have done a really great job of kind of drawing on that historic influence and creating a restroom that's, again, unique, talks to the history of the site and the powder company, but is also very functional in terms of providing the restroom. Um, This would also house all of the splash pad pump equipment, so it provides you a protected um, enclosure for that um, uh, infrastructure for the splash pad. So as Gail said we've been working on the development of um, this plan um, as you recall, the city has selected Wharton Smith to be the construction manager at risk for the project they've taken our initial design roughly thirty percent documents and have priced those um, they came back with an initial cost of about four point seven five or four point eight million dollars without any value engineering um, that was with the simpler um, splash pad design however and so that kind of came in prior to us uh, studying that design a little bit further. So the splash pad that they had included was about 350,000, and what I'm showing here, which represents more of the design intent of what we just talked about, is closer to $2 million. And so that's why you see the delta here of about 5.4 million versus the uh, (coughs) 4.7 or 4.8 million that they presented. I think um, the initial budget was about $4.4 million. Right. Um, Of course, as they've Price this, you know, the construction pricing is very dynamic in this market that we're in. Um, the costs that you see here also include the indirect costs, which are things like general conditions, um, payment bonds, insurance, all of those types of elements, um, as well as a, a contingency that you see um, on the on the overall cost there. Um, so, as Gail said, we're looking for direction and feedback on the um, um, on the design. Uh, we think that you know the advancement of elements such as the splash pad really will kind of create that draw for the community um, I think provide a much nicer destination but it does come with a price tag and, and as as she mentioned we're at the point where we would like to solicit feedback on whether that's the right path to head down or if you'd like us to, to reconsider something maybe a little more simplified
0: but who wants to go first can I jump uh, in can I can jump in, in real sure. quick um,
5: yeah. and, and just say that The statement was made that there no VE has occurred at this point Um, we as a staff have looked at the plans um, and there has there have been some things that have been we've asked to have changed to to, to have eliminated Uh, one of those being the parking lot if you remember the count the school board gave the city about 35 foot width strip of land along the park there there was a um, proposed uh, you see there the little Triangle or triangle, holy cow! Rectangle with a little ball on the top. That's been eliminated. Uh, we're just going to open that up for grass parking. That was a couple two three hundred thousand dollar estimate. So that's been pulled out, but the dollars are still shown in the the five point three. Uh, so things like that, we've we've as a staff and and as an architect, um, we've gone through and and tried to make some of those changes. Um, so I just wanted to say that and before, and, and we, b-
0: before we have that weren't I know that the development next to it was going to weren't, weren't they going to participate in the in and fi- helping us finances because of their park they they weren't going to be required what was that do we have an amount on that or I, we do, we did make that agreement that they would put money into Hercules
4: instead of building a park on the site sure Okay,
0: oh,
5: I'm sorry, I'm looking at you. I thought you were talking about Wawa and Culver's. Okay, I'm back in this conversation again. Okay, yes, yes, the the subdivision to the south of this. Yes, they were gonna, um, instead of putting all of their park elements on their property, I think they were gonna put one or two on theirs and then make a contribution to us. I have to go back and see what that is. I don't have that dollar amount right off the top of my head.
0: Sorry. We'll start with
6: Coach. I have about three or four suggestions, and please bear with me. First of all, let me ask you this, and I'm not being pessimistic. We missed this by a million bucks, right? Um, I'll answer it. Um, so
5: I don't know that we missed it by a million dollars. I think what, yes, if you look at, we budgeted 4.4. The estimates came in at 5.4. 5. But the original designs um, were much closer to the 4.4, and it was a much simpler uh, design for the splash pad. Based on conversations that were had in the public you know, public setting and then um, here with, with the, the
6: board, it was, we want something more. We want to make a statement. So then I have no that problem splash with pad that, was enhanced. Just, how, well, let's go on. We can, uh, how much is the school board going to kick to us? Zero. I thought that, were, that was part of the deal that. I was
0: like you I thought they were gonna help us with it well and the, the and the one that I was referring to was that a, a it was an apartment complex like or townhouse that's right across from the police station they were supposed to help
6: yeah. us with something and, in the back of my mind you know when we got this lottie dee da that we lost all of Hercules the school board said hey we're gonna help you promote that
0: but but you're right we had talked about doing some cross parking with them on the on the uh, on the baseball field and doing some things like that and I don't know if that's reflected in the plan.
5: so so the so so Part of the agreement was that rectangle with the little ball on top, um, Here. There, the little purple on the, yep, right there. Uh, that is what the school board donated to the city for additional parking. Um, but at this time, because of cost, we think that that's one of the items that can be removed and we'll just fence it off and it can be used as grass parking at this time.
6: And I want to ask you mm-hmm. my second question and we'll get off the economy. Are we going to be all right with an additional million? Um like yes that response? <laughs> well, I want to I
5: want to make sure I say it properly. Um, we're we're still continuing to to go through and look at the plans and scrub them. So I think we can come in less than a million over. Um, there are dollars and conversations that will have to be had with council to get approval. We have dollars that are budgeted. Um, we have playground dollars budgeted for playground equipment. We have dollars budgeted for. Uh, the <clears throat> design of Zephyr Park and those are projects that could be pushed off to future you know a future year and dollars can be reallocated so yes but well we I have just to get think I, from council
6: I, I think this is fantastic I'm behind it to me I love it I think it'd be a good gateway for us but I guess what I'm saying are we robbing from other projects that we need to try to pay for this which is really more substantial needed at a first
5: glance yes Uh, we would be pulling from other projects but we've not had a chance to sit down and really look at future funding and and you know do we phase this project out Uh, you know how close can we get back to the 4.4 so that's why I was hesitant in how I answered.
6: I I appreciate I I want this bad to be a good gateway but Mm -hmm. we have to be realistic that I you know we have a lot of problems that need to be fixed here and I don't want to rob Zane or the police department or people like that that we're gonna say oh we're gonna pay for the park I have oh yes I'm so, oh, sorry to answer that it, okay it would
5: so to hire personnel the funds that we would use uh, would be like penny for Pasco or park impact fee dollars those types of dollars that could not be used to hire additional
6: personnel okay. real quick like in laying out of it on uh, on the walking trails I didn't see any benches and I didn't see any water fountains
4: um, partly, the, that's mostly because of the level of detail that we're showing on the master plan. Those have been accounted for. in the They course. are there. Yes, sir. Yes.
6: Okay. Uh, and like down at our park now, we have uh, benches, exercise stations, and so forth. That's going to be available.
4: Benches and drinking fountains, yes. We did not um, include exercise stations in this plan. That was not part of the initial discussion. But if that's something you want us to consider, of course, we can do that. That's a relatively... two quick
6: things and I'm through Uh, do I see if I look at the master plan one of them looks a lot bigger do do I see four picnic shelters go to the go to the updated master plan there nope right there
5: nope so that's that's part of the conversation Um, because we are we have uh, the budget is more is do we put all of those um, pavilions in do we limit those? Absolutely. Yeah, and course. that's yeah, that's something that we've we're still looking at as a staff to, yeah. to talk we're, about.
4: We're showing four in this plan. Um, I think kind of tying off what you're saying there. Those are easy to also add in the future because they're, they're fairly easy to install. Um, so we could start with four and then always phase in additional ones, or start with less and then phase in more in the future, depending and, on the. Design. And
6: I, I've been a big proponent of this, and some of you laugh, but. In the area of walking trails, and it's nothing more than hanging baskets. Can we put some kind of a frisbee thing that's big and big in the sports world now? You understand what I'm saying? It's like frisbee golf. Golf. I, I think that's something that we can talk about.
5: I know uh, the gentleman came in Got uh, it. to a couple meetings, um, and that's something we can talk about. Uh, we've not yeah. talked too much about it. I will tell you, I was up in Inverness at Whispering Pines, and I was walking through the trails there, and. <laughs> I look over and there was a basket and I'm like, where do they start this thing from? And then there was just a, a mat, you know, a hundred yards away and they were, well, they were just kind of placed all over the, I didn't know, I didn't know what the markings meant because I don't play the sport, but that different. Anybody holler. Colored. <laughs> yeah, there yeah. was
1: nobody
2: playing at the time. There was
5: nobody there, playing at yeah. the time. That I could even ask. Um, but that is a conversation, you know, I don't think that we would be able to get 18
6: holes or, you uh, know, full course or something uh, like
4: that, but maybe a few
5: holes. We right. did, do,
4: but I'll, I'll just don't. add if you're if, if the desire was something informal where you could do that activity, that's doable.
6: Yeah, I was just thinking, yeah, six or seven throws, and you know,
4: okay. Um, we did some research because that was that was one thing that was brought up a couple meetings ago. Um, typically for a course design like that, you need they recommend one to two acres per hole. Um, this whole area here that we're showing is about five acres, right? And you've also got to kind of recognize that there could be an inherent conflict between. Frisbee golf activity and some of the trail activity between bikers and walkers. So we want to make sure that we're um, being safe. But if again, if it's something more informal that you could do a toss, I think that that's probably doable.
6: Thank you. That's all I have. Thank you very much. Uh,
3: Thank you. Uh, I have a couple of concerns. I definitely am concerned about the overrun. It it does seem like quite a bit, but I do believe that Billy had some good ideas on how to possibly save the money like the, the parking lot that that would be what 250 300 possibly another concern that i have i don't know if anyone's thought about it is maintaining the the splash park these are going to be they look like they're going to be pretty ornate and i'm concerned about the long-term maintenance of these things because you know i'm not to get off subject but you know we put this little fountain in out here three years ago and it still leaks so we've um, been working on that I we've, know, had, we've had a, a I'm just saying little stuff diver like in there the Last. this is weeks. gonna be with this fancier stuff it's gonna be really high maintenance because this stuff is gonna break down a lot in my opinion I mean I have just wondered about that and are we planning on staffing that with with personnel full-time so it'll be unstaffed
5: it'll be, it'll be unstaffed just like the splash pad that we have and I'd, it's based and i don't know the rules but it's based on the the depth of the water i believe uh if you have to staff it or not and right. we will be our water depths will be be below that threshold
4: well we're not proposing standing water oh, no. <coughs> with the splash pad so everything would that comes out drains and then recirculates and then it looks it to me like most of the overrun is in the splash park
3: and would i be right in saying that
5: right you would be
3: I mean, but don't get me wrong, I like it. I, think it. I think it would definitely be unique. And I mean, we're looking for something, but I also agree with Councilman Knight. I, I don't want to rob from one project or stop another project. S- some of these projects we've had in, in the works for years. So that is a little concern to me, but it sounds like you have some good ideas about possibly making up the difference. Um, and my major concern would be the maintenance and also the height of some of these things, I'm concerned about safety as well, mm-hmm. and the city liability. Okay, and that's all. Yeah,
5: I so, have. so one of the conversations that um, Commissioner Proctor and I had today was on the playground, and the height, the height of some of those um, apparatus, okay, and the liability or, or potential of a of a kid
4: falling off, mm-hmm. um, correct? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. All right, I was make sure i was saying it right. Yeah.
5: No. Um, so that's something that we'll we'll talk about. Okay.
4: And I'll just, I'll add that all the equipment is um, designed to meet certain codes, there's, um, uh, there's a fall height that's associated with the playground surfacing that you have, and so related to that is that the surfacing has a certain amount of cushion, and that depth of that cushion is related to the fall height of the um, uh, uh, playground equipment. Understand the concern um, by all means, it, but it's, it's also a very regulated and, and kind of defined process in terms of your equipment height versus impact absorption on the playground surfacing from a safety standard standpoint thank you
2: well first I'd like to say that the design is really good I I think it's really it's excellent and you know if we if we roll back the clock a little bit and talk about what our goals and objectives for this project were we were charged with taking this property And making it about the kids of our community it was to support the youth of our community which I think we are accomplishing with this design the other thing was that we wanted to pay homage to the Hercules powder cat company because they were the ones who initially donated the land to the school board for the benefit of the youth of our community so we were with this design it's uniquely Zephyr Hills that original that first flash plaid design that that you showed us that could have been in any city in any location but this is going to be unique to our city so just like our um, our skate park and just like which is a world- class skate park and just like our tennis center these are uniquely um, these projects are uniquely uh, Zephyr hills and they have our signature and our history in them so I think that Long term, we should do every part of this, that, of this design. However, one thing that I do know is that when we started this process, that first plan was from January of 2021. In the last 24 months, I know just in my business alone that, that material costs and labor costs have, have increased 20%. So that's where we're seeing a lot of this money. a lot of it is just, and now with the storm, the the demand for materials raw materials and for um, labor is is even worse so uh, we thought that it was we thought that was headed down we thought with the with the slowing in home building and all that sort of thing that we're gonna have some benefit in that Um, but the storm uh, had a different effect on the economy at this point Um, so the next item was a question about the walking trail so when I look at these original images that are in the plan, it shows um, sort of rust, a rustic environment for these walking trails, that they're mulch, they're not concrete. They're, and so I, I wanted you to clarify for me, okay. is it the intent for those to be kind of rustic and mulched and, and not um, concrete
4: and leveled yeah. out? So we have a mixture. Um, and I'm going to just highlight this. Um, so specifically I'm talking the south end of the Park, okay, yeah. so the the thicker kind of white line that you see here is representative of concrete, and that's what is carried in the car. Right, James, if I, he's, he's, you, sorry when you, you're oh, yeah, there, uh, only yeah. the crowd can yeah. see. Yeah. So
5: it's the it's around the where it says bicycle trail, yeah. the the sure. out, the perimeter yeah, sidewalk right. around that. So the, that. Yeah,
4: sorry, that thicker line is designed and priced as concrete. We had some area here along the um, eastern edge that kind of goes here, and then along the eastern side of the uh, pond, that would be more of a soft trail, but we did do this as concrete primarily for ADA accessibility purposes. Okay. Good point. All
2: right. And um, the next item was, uh, you know, if we had to value engineer the product as it relates to the splash pad, perhaps we plumb everything and get it ready and then in a following fiscal year we pay for the equipment and all the things that go vertical there. Uh, that we. You know that we kind of break the design up in that way. Uh, the other thing was parking, which uh, the the city manager addressed. I think if we if we did you know if we value engineered the splash splash pad, we could get closer to our number. Um, the other thing was the shading. One of the things was you know do we need four pavilions right off the bat? Maybe we do two, and then two later uh, as the popul- as the as the park gains in popularity and our You know and our population continues to expand um the restrooms that's a given i don't think we can do without that that's something that we know that we're going to need right out of the gate but again the signage maybe we phase Mm -hmm. the signage and the platform and um the elevated catwalk perhaps we get structure made and get it ready to go and then the actual when we go to vertical that that would happen at another and so maybe it's just a combination
4: of those things but Those are all possibilities for value engineering. Yes. Um, So as, you know, again, the number that we're showing here is kind of the snapshot in time based on what the construction manager has generated based off of our plans. And we've been going, again, from, um, you know, illustrative master plan to construction documents. So as we go through construction documents, the scope of work for the contractor becomes more defined, and that helps really define the numbers, whereas early on, they tend to be a little more conservative. Um, I agree with everything that you said in terms of looking at um, value engineering options with the exception of a couple of things that I wanted to point out. Um, stuff like the splash pad can change in terms of the equipment, you know. So if we plummet for this assumption, then next year maybe that piece isn't available. So we would need to work through that. I also think and feel pretty strongly that you know the splash pad and <clears throat> the playground and some of those elements are probably not going to be cheaper than they are today. So let's maybe find something else to focus the VE on, and I think that there's probably some opportunities in that infrastructure number, and we're working with the contractor and our civil enge- engineers on that. Um, but you know, this is we think of this as a kind of a once in gener- a generation park design, and when you cut the ribbon here, you want those activities for people to come to the park. And to me, in this plan, that really is represented by the splash pad, the playground, and the infrastructure that is to support that. So we'll continue to look for those opportunities, but I think we need to be smart about making sure that um, we have the right elements there at the time of ribbon cutting.
0: And, and before I go to you, I, I forgot, I'm, Mayor, I want you to weigh in on this. Can, can Just a couple things. Um, where,
7: point to me, please, again, where the, um, uh, where the playground is.
4: The, the playground is, is here, and that's within kind of that existing uh, stand of trees south of the retention north of the open field that you have today
7: i know we don't have it at zephyr park but is there going to be any kind of buffer at all to keep the children from running down that hill and falling in that pond as we we talked about this originally maybe trying to relocate the playground a little bit so it wasn't so near the pond okay Uh, because little children you know very small children what i'm concerned about
4: we we could look at a landscape buffer or even like maybe more of a natural kind of split rail fence which would sort of blend in and almost disappear but still provide that barrier. Okay. And that's a relatively uh, inexpensive element.
7: Okay. Uh, Another question I had was the uh, splash park. You were were saying that all of the Hercules information is going to be designed into that splash park?
4: That's the intent with the concept,
7: Okay. I don't know. What about the adults who would like to go in there and look at that and don't want to get wet? (laughs)
4: <laughs> um,
7: they had, might like to look at the information you put in there, but they might not want to get wet.
4: Yeah. So I think some of those details, again, aren't quite shown on here, but we had shown some of the signage and those other things around more of the perimeter. Okay. But that's a great comment because it is sort of that almost kind of museum display that we need to have accessible for everybody if they don't want to get wet. So we're right. to work through that from the details.
7: Okay. Okay. Point. I just want to point that out. And, uh, and then uh, on the, uh, and I'll, I'll stop. Uh, on the uh, trail on the south end there uh, we had talked about one time making that a little bit smaller portion and doing something else up in there are we gonna stay with that size and uh, try to do um, the uh, frisbee golf or something uh, tie it into that area um, is that what you're saying
4: as kind of what I was saying based on, on, on your question uh, was if we want to provide some of those baskets, that's more of an informal activity. I think we could do that. But if you're designing a Frisbee golf course, um, the recommended size is one to two acres per hole. But we don't which have we just don't have the space for it, given that we only have five acres that right. we're working with.
7: I know that we, uh, I don't have my, the minutes of those meetings, but I remember we, we referenced uh, maybe thinking of making that a little bit smaller area, bike area. And, and the other concern was about the, bringing the children away from the water was my concern, and then, of course, the bathroom, but we we got the bathrooms, so I'm okay. good on that, okay, that's all I have. I just wanted to okay. bring it up thank you well and thank we're you. still you,
5: we're still talking to Mike, I think is his name mm-hmm. um right. to do like a mountain bike type area where he would take up a i don't know a quarter acre and have yeah. like a little pump track type uh area, a little feature that doesn't take up a whole lot of space but adds a, di- a different bike element. Uh, to the park.
4: Yeah on that n-
5: south side.
4: I'll highlight that here real quick um, so the bike park we had kind of two of them located here and here and those would be Sort of contained zones with some terrain that the bikes could go on and then we had a, a More of like a learn-to-ride kind of bike trail that went around through here and then out, around the outer perimeter would be the actual walking trail for pedestrians and dogs and those types of things
7: that's just one last point uh we were talking about the the four shelters and maybe we could start with two we need to start with four i go up there very often at lunchtime and eat lunch we have no park there except woods and a driveway and there's probably 20 30 people come in and out of there during the lunch hour working people uh, they would they would use those um, those shelters i would advise everybody to go up there at lunchtime during the week and pick it out Sit there and eat their lunch and look at the ducks. Thank you, Mayor. Uh, Commissioner Burgess.
8: Hey, um, a lot of what I was thinking about has been kind of covered already. Uh, We got to remember that we're the ones that kind of went for the enhanced water park and some of those other things. So some of those costs, you know, are are due to what the conversations we had, and then of course the construction costs being different and and all that too. So um, my biggest thing is. We're starting with a blank slate. We want to get this right. I think we did the skate park right from the beginning, and I agree with you. I think everything that we, we want to do, we want to do now. I understand the, the en- engineering of maybe preparing for things later, but I think we roll it out what we're looking to have, because what will happen is we'll get into that and it'll be like, well, we don't have the money for that right now, and it, it'll never happen. So I would like to see us find a way, and I think the infrastructure is a good way to look to try to cut some costs. The uh, the parking thing that you were referring to. I think there's a way we can probably work it and get you know, what's presented to us, which I think is great, um, and, and have it right from the beginning. And I know with like, Zephyr Park, we're, you know, there's conversations and we're discussions and you know, upgrading that and doing things down the road. But we have an opportunity to have something right now the way it should be and, and get it right the first time. So that's kind of where I
0: am at on it. And, and, and uh, I, I think it's fantastic. Honestly, I think there was a lot of thought put into it. Um, I love the idea of incorporating Hercules Powder Company across the park, and I think it's good. And I, and I think, and I think we all know from this building we're sitting at that that we're very proud of this building here. And we had a chance to say, well, we could do stucco on it or not, but we didn't. You know, and and it does cost money, but in the long run, that's why we're so proud of this building, I think, because, I mean, it's a beautiful building. It's the same way with this, and I'm with you, too, uh, Commissioner Burgess. We, if we try and phase it in, I don't know. It just doesn't seem to work. It seems like you have some other need, So, but I, I think I think it's fantastic. I, I love the elevation changes uh, across it that we can do in landscaping. The one thing, and the play area, was that like the grass, the synthetic grass? Is that what you're thinking?
4: Well. We're looking at either that. Again, options are typically the synthetic grass or poured-in-place rubber. Right, right. We're looking at both of those. They're very similar in cost, but there's some benefits. Sometimes, you know, in a wooded area, the grass can be harder to blow off Right. the pine needles I gotcha. to stick to it. I got gotcha. you. Um, and the rubber, you know, we just want to be careful about that compared to placement of existing tree roots and everything. So we're still working through some of those details.
0: Right, right. But, but I, I think it's... I, I really like it. I love the uh, look of the restroom, the architecture on that, the baton board. The only thing that I can you go to the picture that showed that uh, the old historical photo.
4: Yep, one second here.
0: Right there. There we go. A- and what we all know that that uh, the, the African American community actually was. This was their living court. So I would I would like to see. Uh, there's there's somebody we can put you in touch with to talk about the history of that. Uh, actually, came to our Rotary Club, so I'd like to do that. I think we need to include that in there as well, because that's what it was. You know, mm-hmm. it was the okay. living quarters for the 4%. for the workers that that were, that uh, lived there.
4: So and I think uh, if you look at the restroom design, again, I'm pointing to this screen, but there's there's some facade space where you could have great signage that sort of talks about that history and, and I think really it would be wonderful that. to
0: include that too. So, I, you know, and, and That's sure. uh, Just one other thing, and and I know we discussed this before,
8: but um, lighting and and camera security, we we were going to have some camera stuff. So, and I know that's all been included too, correct?
4: Okay. Correct. Yep.
0: And and that's a good point because lighting is really important to keeping it safe too. Yes, sir. And I
3: agree. The cameras. And I just have one more question: in each pavilion, how many picnic tables are going to be in each pavilion? it looks to me on the photos that there's just going to be
4: one. Well, I think that's just a representative photo, but typically we size those to have a couple. And we had, yeah. I think, a 12 by 20 and a 24 by 40 pavilion, which could probably have three or four.
3: Because like the mayor said, we're going to need plenty of picnic tables once it starts getting used. Um, I just didn't think four would. It looked on the photo that it was just going to be one. so We can size them to have more.
7: I just think we all came to a conclusion a few years ago that any time we do anything for the city, the city that we love, we want to do it right and we want to do it nice. And we did that with City Hall, and I think we want to do it with this project as well. Yeah. So,
0: and uh, with that, I know we're going to run short on time. Um, is there? Oh, one other thing—we talked about a place for food trucks, and I got to thinking about it because I think if we do this park, it's going to be packed. So, do we have a spot planned that we could somebody could bring a food truck in there? Okay. Yep. And it could even be on the back side, the, the south side of it too. So,
4: right. It could be down there, or you sometimes you'll take over a, a portion of the parking lot, one or two spaces, or
0: and that grass strip here. that we're yeah. getting from the, yeah, city, right. from, the right. from the from the school board. We could put some. Okay. Right. Um, is there any any further questions? If not, um, um, could we do we we, we want to have a motion to go ahead and uh, approve this conceptual plan? Yes. Can I okay. Make a I'll entertain a motion at this time. Who to approve?
6: Go ahead. Okay, I'll
0: second. Okay, I have a motion and a second for approval. All in favor, say aye. 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 Any opposed? Motion passes. Thank you. Thank you again for your hard work on it. Thank too. you. Um, next item is the CRA director's report. Thank you. Well, Gail's coming up. If I can just touch on,
5: we're going to have get like standardized park signs. We're going to design a park sign, um, and that'll be at every park. I'm not saying it'll happen this year or next year, but. That's the plan, so that when you get to a park, you know it's a city park. Um, So that's part of what will be designed here. Sorry.
1: Okay. Um, So just a couple of updates on projects that we're doing. The sidewalks, plans are in, we'll soon be bidding them, so we'll um, have more information on the sidewalk and trails that we're doing, Um, music, I'm sorry, uh, Halloween Howl is this weekend. I ask you all to come and, and enjoy the uh, experience that is Halloween How. We do have a haunted house that will be in the bottom floor of the carriage house this year. We have hay rides, pony rides, a petting zoo and all of the free candy that you can possibly want. So please bring your friends your family out to enjoy Halloween How and Gail, if,
7: can you state the date and the time?
1: For I'm everything? sorry. It's this Saturday, October 29th from 4 to 9 p.m. in downtown on Fifth Avenue. Uh, And if you have some time or know of someone who needs some community service hours, some high school students, although it is homecoming, if you're not going to homecoming and you you know of someone who needs some community service hours or some um, any type of volunteer hours, we certainly have a job for them. So uh, with ROTC. ROTC thank you mayor I appreciate that I will reach out to them um, and with that that's all I have
0: okay uh, any you have a question okay. I do
2: so uh, just back up for one moment uh, last I think at last meeting or maybe the meeting before we talked about a mural slash signage for Dogtown was
1: that ever resolved um, we talked about it uh, Matt I don't know did you have a chance to look at that um, the mural versus uh,
5: signage no we still have to discuss that okay. I'll answer it quickly <laughs> I don't I, we discussed it I don't think we came up nothing with was ever finalized with an answer well, I so we these need to folks
2: are waiting for an answer but I think you know it's something we have to address because yeah. it doesn't really meet the intent for the CRA district some of the design guidelines so okay. we just want to make sure we're doing everything yep. right for them okay we'll dress that tomorrow Okay. okay.
1: Thank
0: anything you, else nothing further, sir. okay yes. Thank. You. Uh, on to the Main Street activity report
1: Erin um, is home with a sick child so we're going to postpone she has done a PowerPoint presentation on the activities of Main Street and the future projects for Main Street so if uh, you'll allow we're gonna put that on your next uh, meeting agenda and let her present that
0: okay very good oh.
2: Report on how successful Halloween Hall was. That's right. exactly right. Okay. <laughs> Looks Very. like excellent weather for it,
0: too. Okay. Any other questions for Gail on the board? Okay. Uh, now, at this time, it's time for citizen comment. Is anybody signed to speak?
9: Yes, sir. Eileen Westerman.
0: Just state your name and address for the record. Thank
9: you. Eileen Westerman, 5522 12, uh, 17th Street. And I, I sit know. on the Historic Preservation Board, and I was asked to. T- Go look at the cemetery. Thank
6: you, can we yeah. close that back door, yeah.
9: please?
0: They're getting it. I, I apologize for looking say. at
9: the cemetery during Halloween week, but um, so I went this morning and to look at the markers and the actual condition of the cemetery of Oakside, which I believe falls in your district, right? It does. Yeah. And I didn't know, because I'm just asking if there were funds set aside for the maintenance and the restoration of some of the grave sites over the years that have deteriorated. I'm sure there's no family members left living, and a fence around it or some updates. Um, The person that had me go out there said, you know, it looks kind of outy, especially the older section, which has Civil War and Captain Jeffries and everybody. And I didn't know if there's a separate. Fund set aside for the restoration no for the cemetery there is not there's
5: not I think there we might have money for the mausoleum uh, I'm, I don't know for the mausoleum yeah for the mausoleum that um, in perpetuity because that was a privately owned thing but there's we don't have a line item for cemetery maintenance other than yep. through the um, Parks Department and, and having somebody come
6: out and mow and and Shane works. LeBlanc, Public Works Director. We do have a fund in the budget that's a, uh, I can't remember the name of the fund, but it's got some dollars in it for repairs to like, the mausoleum. But as far as your graves, they're pretty much privately owned, and we don't really maintain those unless there's a safety hazard or something.
2: So you know that every year, the junior OTC goes out and they do some, um, they do cleaning of, of headstones, yeah. in addition to the DAR. Um, spent I think uh, eight or ten women spent you know a whole day there uh, particularly focused on the uh, historic the American Revolutionary Age but still we that think they did some civil war too because if you
9: get a chance I mean it is our history and it's you know 1911 the city does own it and there are several graves that really are important some of our you know founding members um, that are the bases have been broken they're concrete they didn't wear well some of the names you can't even read on the actual markers, which is nothing to do with, you know, Shane's department or anything, but it's just something that, you know, somebody said, you know, can't we make this prettier? I mean, it is our, you know, the town, the city's graveyard, so um, sure. that's why I'm here.
0: Well, thank you for You're that. Um, and then maybe it maybe is something we need to look into, especially the older ones. You'd hate to lose the history uh, because the stone, and, and it's stone, you think about it, it's been there what 150 years probably some of these so maybe it's something we should what well, maybe you should take a look at it anyway so any anyone else signed to speak no sir okay anyone care to speak seeing no one rise I'm going to close the CRA meeting and we will be back here in five minutes for the uh, council meeting